Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Conversational Romance. Uh, was it eleven fifteen at night on all all Valentine's Eve? Oh, it's one of those evenings, man. I'm supposed to be working tonight, and you get there and say, like, "Oh, hey, Jeff. By the way, we're only going to work for two hours tonight." Yeah, lady, that's nice. It cost me fifteen dollars to drive here and fuel. Oh well. What are you going to do? So, I got nothing. That's, that seems to be the common thing, but I've seriously got nothing because I can't... I can't even make a decision on what to read. On what book to read. I just got no... I haven't read in, what, two or a week and a half now? I haven't put anything in it. I'm putting uh, some mental aid I haven't put, I haven't done anything. I haven't read a book. I haven't read any erotica. I haven't written any stories. I've tried to edit a couple of things that I've recorded and that, that didn't go very well. I can't do anything. And it's not, <clears throat> when I get in the mood to do stuff, I start doing stuff and then I just stop. That's like, I'm going to pull myself up by my bootstraps, and then my bootstraps break. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Girl. Mm. I think I have a malfunction with my lighter. Did you see that? What the hell is that? It's leaking like liquid. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's uh, that's Christy, by the way. I don't know if you can see her or not. This is our first time to do. Uh, they're they're logged in as producers. I don't know if you can see them or not. I've got uh, Christy and Lisa on the producer side tonight. How do you know you're not recorded? Hmm. Yeah, well, now they're saying, uh, no, I don't know. If, well, if you can't hear them out of podcast land, it's going to be weird because they're talking to me. And I'm talking back. Yeah. And, oh, and now I see. Now they're running across the tops on. So put your tops back on. Come on, guys. Now that's just weird. I've never seen I've never seen tassels spin opposite directions before. That's impressive. Very nice. Oh, there's a come on, man. Remember, I've been at the I've, I've been to the firehouse in the Philippines. I've been to that that smile. Have you ever heard of the smile test in the firehouse? Yeah. So it's uh it's a bar in the Philippines, and it's there's no I don't know if it's there. They closed Clark Air Force Base down, so I don't know if the, I don't know all there anymore or not but let's go to the firehouse it was famous and it was a smile test and then you it was i think 50 bucks to get in the door maybe 50 or 35 i don't know i think a lot a lot of money to get in the door that's great so, so you get in there's five or six of you in the, in the group you get in you sit down at the table hmm. and the first one to smile well they buy drinks right He's like, well, that's not a bad deal. Well, yeah, okay, we'll buy drinks all night. 
Then was a bet if you could get people to bet that. That was a the ideal bet. But what is it about the smile? Well, you sit down at this table, and if you've never been there before, you don't know. But there's a woman underneath the table. You hope it's a woman, right? You don't know for sure. Everybody sits down at this table and you order your drinks, and next thing you know, somebody's getting their wiener. And that's that's the smile test. And that that guy's he's like, oh wait! And as soon as he cracks a smile, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there are places in the world where the tables are preloaded. Shit, man. I can't. I can't even get somebody to pour me a beer out of a pitcher of beer at you know, Hooters here in Oklahoma. They don't do that here, and it's, it's it's not just Oklahoma. So you know, growing up in or growing up, growing up in the Hooters way, like in my my twenties, thirties, and forties, you know, in Texas, the thing about Texas Wings Incorporated, which owns all the Hooters in Texas, is their their policy used to be they the girls would pour the beer. It was great. They, they had bags of ice. They kept it. It was a thing. So when I when I you know went forth and prospered into the world and landed in some weird non-Texas Hooters, shit, man, I sat there with an empty beer glass going, hey, why are these girls walking? Come on, man. It's just not right. Well, I'm assuming they're allowed to pour. They just don't. They're lazy. What about lazy, lady hooter, lazy hooter? No, yeah, they point down to the ground. Yeah, I can tell you this: the worst one I've ever been into was in Saugus, Saugus, Massachusetts. God Almighty, those men, those women were mean. I, I almost got them started serving beer to people. It was horrible. That old, that old, that old Southy Massachusetts area is not a you know, good way to do the, the hospitality is just not there. Mm. And and for those of you that are in Massachusetts and want to come get me right now and get after me, to, hey, just, just be honest with yourselves. You know you're shitty. Y'all know you're not as nice as people in the South. I lived there for 10 years. Not lived, but I worked there for 10 years. I know what's, I know what. Wolverine and Saugus and all that shit's about. Would you stop? You can't go outside. It's raining. There's a black cat in the street. Oh, he'll break anything. Here's the cat. Well, we've already discussed breast milk in South Africa. That's already gone. Ooh. You want to know what's one of the most amazing boob tricks I've ever seen or heard in my life in my years. All right. So I'm going to tell on this guy because he's not, he wasn't married at the time and none of that good stuff. He didn't really do anything bad. But over the years, one of my crew members, we'll just, we'll just call him Dave. Right, I don't know who he is. We'll just call him Dave. So Dave had this thing, and he was a he was a Welshman. He was from he was he was Welsh. 
I mean, he talked. He talked like Dick Van Dyke. He even looked a little bit like, like Dick Van Dyke, and he he hated me for telling him that, but he did. So he had this thing. He would start. We go out to a bar, and he would start working on. He would pick out some girl or whatever. And he'd just start working on her. He's like, "Hey, man, just waitress or some girl at a bar, some tailor, some sometimes a hooker. Who knows?" And we were in Mexico, so we never told. But he's like, "Hey, ma'am, uh, lady, can I see your boobs? Just one of them. I just want to see one of them. Just one of them." And they. It's always, no, 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 you can't see my boob. And then after a couple of drinks with the kids, he said, come on, just one. Just one. Let me just see one boob. So he was doing this boob thing. We were, we were there playing pool. There was just, imagine this little pool hall in, in Pedras Negras, Mexico, of all places. The pool hall there, two pool tables, and that's it. It was a dark board on one side. This lady is and Dave are standing on next, between the pool table and the wall, right by the dark board. And Dave's been working on it for 20, 30 minutes. And they've been doing shots of tequila. And he said, come on, ma'am. Just, and she was a hooker. Ma'am, just come on. Just, just let me see one boob. Just one boob for free. Just one boob. And his, the, he always made it work. And, and his, it always worked. Because she pops one out. And she, he goes, no, 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 not that one. The other one. And sure as shit, just like every other woman. He's, I, I saw him pull that trick on at least 100 women. And it always worked. And when she pulled out that other one, milk went flying out of that thing, shot about 20 feet across the pool table, the gap of the pool table, and hit the wall. You've never seen 10 British guys going after a Mexican hooker faster than that. Holy shit. They were, they were, yeah. Or maybe all of us, who knows? I'll never tell I'll never tell, man. I'm innocent. I did not. I was a. I was. I just heard about this story. I was at home reading my Bible. Thank God for those Gideons. They got me through so many troubles. That's right. That's right. Somebody's work anyway. Uh, yeah, they were doing something. That was such a funny place. I don't mind missionaries. Missionaries okay with me. I like missionary work. I like doggy style work. I like cowboy work. Reverse cowboy work. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh shit. So Pedras was a funny. It was. We had several different funny places to stay. And there was, I don't remember exactly what city we were in, but we were getting ready to go for a holiday break. We didn't take many breaks. We were seven days a week, 12 hours a day kind of work. So when we did take breaks, it was pretty serious. But we worked hard. We played hard, too. And when everybody was getting ready to go home, we were, I'll never forget, we're on our way back. We're all in a van. We're in a driver, and we're coming back from this job site, about a two-hour drive back. And uh, as one guy goes, hey, do you need a do you need a prescription to buy penicillin in Mexico? I said, No. No, you don't. He goes, Jeff, didn't you used to be a medic? I said, Yeah, I did. So I heard that you so you you cut a tooth out of Dave's head and sewed it back up and he lived. I said, Yeah, he did. I did and he did. So if I bought some penicillin, would you give me a shot? I said, well, you need two shots of penicillin. You need one in each cheek. 
that's the proper dose. Because yeah, I did I did clap call when I was in the military. So yeah, I can do that. So we had the driver pull over to the pharmacy. This guy gets out. And he said, well, how much is it? And I said, I don't know. And we, so these guys are making good money. They're making like $500 a day. And they, about that time, the guy said, well, uh, I think I'm going to go in there and get me something too. And then everybody in the van just bails out. They all go in and get come back with penicillin. So we get to the, we had two vans. So we get back to the hotel and I got, what, 14 to 16? Guys in a line, gonna go go down the hallway. All we get, we get shots in the ass. They're all going home. They want to take nothing home. <laughs> yeah, no shit. The fun, the hell of it is, if you so, what's fucked up about this is you go back and uh, so that was what six days before we were getting ready to go home. Three guys came back for another show. They couldn't wait. I fucked up, man. Can you give me another shot? I thought I don't think it works that way, but sure, you bet. Let's do it. Fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I did. I cut that guy's tooth out and sewed it up. Yeah, I was always really good at stitches. Yeah, couch stitches, arms, legs. I did it. Yeah, I was good at stitches. I liked it. Uh, I've started IVs on myself. If that counts. Yeah. So. That's a thing, right? When you're in the when you're in the military and you're in a med, you're a medic in the military, you steal everything you need to steal from the hospital so you get, don't have hangovers. Hey, teacher, I remember we were in tech school in Wichita Falls, Texas, of all places, and uh, I was going through our, uh, the pulmonary stuff, right? You know how to treat your lungs and all, make sure your lungs stay healthy. Just smoke on that, but uh, they told us they said, hey. If somebody happened to have one of these nebulizers right here, and then they, this is a Friday afternoon, and it said somebody had a nebulizer like this, vodka, and if you're in the field, and you have pulmonary edema, vodka, a little bit of vodka, and a little bit of uh, normal saline will dry up you know, fluid in the lungs. It's a really good trick if you don't have any, any, any in your bag with you. But you have to be careful. A small bottle. And, and just one or one or two breaths off of this with the vodka in it, they'll be they'll get they'll get better, but they'll be really really drunk. So, whatever you do, be careful with this because a little bottle of vodka get the whole dorm. I mean, everybody drunk. You know, kind of then just walked out, and left everything on the table. Yeah. Oh shit, that was a hell of a party. Oh, let me do that one. Well, not when you have big M tanks of oxygen and banana bags and saline bags and glucose and everything else. Hell no. Just, just, I mean, look like heroin addicts, right? Everybody's tying one off on their arms, smacking it up, getting, there, getting the IV started. And we pierced, we pierced our ears with IVs. 
Yeah, because you had to, right? So in the military, you weren't allowed to have the little the little hole keeper roper thingies. You couldn't have those in there. So what we would do, you couldn't see it. You were allowed to have the hole in your head. You just couldn't have the, the plastic in the metal in uniform. So we would put the, you know, the catheters that long. We'd get an 18-gauge catheter, a big bore, and we'd poke it through and pull the needle out and then clip the plastic off on both sides of the earlobe. And then we'd just put the earrings through the plastic piece. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Y'all, ain't no y'all too there. That was me. Yeah. That had a big light, a big hanging dang lightning bolt. Like the Loverboard guitar lightning bolt. No, no, the ZZ Top lightning bolt. Yeah, that guitar. That lightning bolt. And there was, there weren't really diamond chips. But they they flaked the, the the silver to make it look like diamond chips. It's pretty fancy. What's that? Yeah, that's a great lightning bolt, man. And those hammer pants, a lightning bolt, my hammer pants, and my it was like a sleeveless shirt, but like the sleeves are cut off though. The hammer pants are going to be hard to find. The hammer pants. I like the look. I mean, I think, what was it, junior year? Sophomore year. So it would be 1985. No. September 1984. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. September 84, rolling into the first day of school. Driving. Illegally, of course. So I was cool. I had on vans, checkerboard vans, the only one in my school that had one. Uh, black parachute pants and a white, like, terry cloth gym shirt with black fishnet sleeves. And Sanger, Texas, baby. Okay, it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's 2836. 2836, man, that's the only size I can wear. Black. Black and gun, gunmetal blue. That gun, that blue steel. Whoa. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I you think I won't wear parachute pants? Have you seen my blouse that I wear? <laughs> No, no, I'm not a, I'm not a villain in a, uh, like a, uh, a bad movie. Are you like a smoke and a pancake? <laughs> What's a pipe and a waffle? That gold member. And don't waste your money on parachute pants. Send me nudes. Nudes. But nobody ever said, everybody thinks I'm joking. I love the pepperoni and the dog. And so Trip was on, he went into the, he got, he, the, the first snake is gone. He's on the second snake now. So we got one more snake to go. And that, so that's all great. Let's just send me nudes instead. I can buy my own snacks. I don't have my own, I can't take my own nudes. Well, I can, but I've seen me. 
Hammer pants. Well, hammer pants and parachute pants are different, man. That's all you can. Yeah, but those are well, those aren't parachute pants, so those are very different. Oh yeah, those those are yeah, those would look good with that with my blouse. Yeah. 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 More things with the drop crotch on. Well, that's that's what makes them the hammer pants because your knees can touch. But the problem is when you—that's why you have to dance like that, like squat down to the side. Because if you don't, your your dick will get stuck between your knees. It fucking hurts. Back. Ow. Not with knees, man. No, it's like a, it's like a baby arm holding an apple. That's more like that. Unless it's something like drop foot, because remember, drop foot means your foot doesn't work; it just stays like stays hanging all the time. So you don't want drop dick. Right, we hang it all the time. Sometimes you want it to point. What? No, it's lazy hooters, man. Come on. Paraphrasing doesn't work in comedy, man. Come on. Callbacks, callbacks. Soggy hooters and sagas, if you remember correctly. It's almost like an alliteration. Shitty soggy saugus hooters. Something. Oh. Yeah, the problem is that we've recorded like 22 minutes of this stuff and nobody can hear the other side of this. So they're wondering what the hell we're but if you heard that toot, it wasn't me. That was the dog. Oh, were y'all on the live this morning? So I did a little little impromptu tub talk this morning. But I had some wicked gas. Oh. And you know me, I'm, I'm not doing the fart hold anymore. So I just blew it in the tub. You know how they echo in those tubs, right? Jesus Christ, people, I can see people jumping on the live. They're like, oh, God, what was that? I, said, I farted. They're like, you did what? It was, <laughs> you can't fart on the live. I said, you ready? Watch this. Then again. I just had the, oh, just the running farts. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. And it was, the, the, does it hit the walking fart stage, right? At the end. And people were just, I was cracking up too. It's funny, right?
No, ma'am. I think the drop crotch pants are for pants that people have already had their crotches dropped. Yeah, because you can't. It's like it's like you're when you sprain your ankle, right? When you sprain your ankle, when you first sprain it, do dear God, don't. So if you're don't like when your crotch first drops, don't take your pants off because you'll never get them back on unless you have drop crotch pants. It's like your ankle. Don't don't take that shoe off. No, I think that's just going to make it easier to slide out the foot. You just roll right out of the foothole. The problem is that in everything else, it's, it's your your farts just going to roll around in there. At least in your tight pants, it's forced out the back. So is that everything's going? So now your wiener's going to smell like a a toot because it's just going. Yeah, it's just going to float around in there. Well, not again. No. No, Try that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Didn't work. Burns. It burns. It smells funny. And apparently, according to others, it tastes weird. I figure. They have wiener wipes. They really do, yeah. They have uh, men's bathroom wipes. So you're little, you do your little whore bath where you go in. I don't know. Yeah, so that's always been a hang-up of mine, man. I, so I, I'll admit something here that I probably shouldn't admit, but I, I've never, man, I don't know. Since I've been about 10 or 12 years old, man, I've had the hardest time having a clean ass. I can't wipe my butt to save my ass. No pun intended. I mean, I, I'm in there for like a, I'm a four flusher, like three rolls got a guy, right? I mean, it takes forever. It's like wiping a fucking marker. A big brown marker when you're a crayon marker when you were a kid. That's what it's like wiping. So, but now, so and then thank God, what, 20 some odd years ago, I found, a, you know, found the bidet. Thank you know, and I've had one ever since. But now that I went and had the old uh, crack sack and back done, whew, you talk about clean as a fucking whistle. I'm just thinking I had an extra hairy ass when I was 10. I mean, it's, a, it's nothing to clean that thing now. It's like, pff, it slides right out of there. I mean, I, well, I, you know, I, I never really looked at it before. No, I looked at it now. I, I looked at it. I did. No, I, I did. I, so, so I went to this. I went to the city to have this done, right? Because there was no way in hell. Because people talk around here, and every, so I was. I only lived in this city for. I only. I, my truck was parked here for two days, and I went down to the. I went down to the gas station. I got. I went in to get a sandwich. And I, when I went in there, I was paying. They said. I said something. And they said, hey, are you the guy that bought that white house across from Puggets? I'm like, you sons of bitches. Yeah, everybody knows. So everybody knows everything here. So I wasn't going to go to the local lady, right? Because I don't know. I mean, what if it was cold that day? You show up for a little thing like that. I don't want her telling people like that. 
And then I don't know. I don't know what they talk about. I was like, you should see it. It's weird. I mean, I've always been told mine's pretty, but I always thought that was just being nice. You know, don't you, is that just something you say to everybody? Oh, that's a pretty winner. But anyway. But why do people have their wieners out on their street? Hey, well, the funny thing is, if it's nice, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, you do. They're so rare. It's not their blood. Remember, they can't. Yeah, they can't hear you guys, so they just think I'm weird talking about wieners. They're talking about wieners, not me. They started it. Wieners on the brain. Oh, shit. I don't even know what I was talking about now. So I went to the city to have that done. And the whole drive home, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Just shaking it and wiggling it and rubbing it back and forth. It just feels so free. So when I got home, I set up a whole little series of a, a couple of pulleys. There's like a, some a come along and some mirrors and a light, a flashlight to, to, in the bathroom. So I can bend over and take a look. It's slick as a mold out there, but I tell you what, wow. And it's true too. I took it. So I, I compared it. Your nipples and your butthole are the same color. Yeah. Check that out next time you're in the shooter. <laughs> Yeah, just reach in there and have a picture. And then hold up your nipple. The same. Yeah. Yeah, man, the thing you learn. Yeah. Really? No, not really. Why? So you know that's so now I'm just looking weird because they can't hear you. you should, maybe you should have you probably should have logged in as a guest, man. But what? Yeah, but now you just made me look like I'm Bob Newhart. Wait, what? Sound <laughs> like Bob Newhart trying to have a conversation about buttholes and wieners. Ooh, we could totally do that I could do I could do one at a time both sides of a Bob Newhart style phone sex operator no no ma'am not the whole thing no 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 I yeah no I'm I'm stroking it yet no I Let's be honest. I'm not that big. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Be honest. Don't, don't lie to me. Maybe, maybe you feel like you're really here. I'm not that big. It's just three fingers. Okay. No, on me. Not in you. Stop. It's never going to work. It's hot dog in the hallway. I need to work on that. But I think we can do that. Yeah. And that's what, so that's what I need. That's what I was thinking about doing with your, uh, with your, your prose there, your short story, Christy is, is go ahead and writing the, the females part of that. 
right? But but not include that in the manuscript for the male. So when it comes to this this kind of erotic stuff, I'm trying. I'm looking through the stuff that you had, Lisa, and I can't find any that's really going to work by taking the female parts out. No, I think I, I think I'm gonna be. I think I'll be. But here's here's the juxtaposition. I think I'm better if I proofread it. If I, if I, I think I'm better if I sight read it, because I get surprised by it and my reactions are more real. But if I read it once and get the females part, then I can go back and read the males part accurately without the female part. So, but I don't know which would be better. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> there is always going. I mean, I can do the female voice too, right? I mean, it's no, that wouldn't be weird at all. It's basically what I'm going to be doing. Just not nobody's going to be doing the weird part. Nobody's going to be doing the actual reading part. No, 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 because it's, it, no, I, I don't, I don't think I need it. No, I, uh, so when we start working with other people, I don't think I'm ready to work with other people yet, unless it's an impromptu kind of, uh, yeah, impromptu stuff I'll be okay with, but if we want to sit down and record stuff. So now you're talking about separating channels of audio, right? No, I can't, man. There's no way I can be able to hear you and not me. And and so if you're reading, so if you're if we're doing the producer stuff, is this not? It's not. It doesn't. It, <clears throat> it's not going to work the way you think it's going to work. It's not that simple. But yeah, and that's what that's what I tried to do that one day with the and but I tried to re, and there was something about the 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 track. I don't know. It might work, but no, I, I just but you're now you're getting working with other people. Yeah, and that's that's a whole different skill set. I'm not even good with myself yet. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to practice my craft alone. I, so I need, and this, I think it's, I think it's apparent for the podcast. I need somebody else. I have a hard time without, well, I need somebody else just to talk. But for the reading part, that's, uh, because I don't know, I'm still working on how I read. Because I read, what you hear is not what I'm reading. Does that make sense? What you hear, yeah, because I'm reading, I'm reading way far ahead trying to figure out, I mean, I'm, I'm, my eyes are over here, I'm reading this, but my eyes are over there. 
So if somebody else is reading the other the other part, yeah, or I'm gonna have, or I'm not gonna be able to do that. Or if they mess up, then I mess up, and then now it's an editing fucking nightmare. Because <laughs> if it's my mess up, I can just I can fake it. Hmm. Not to mention, was it one of you guys that had the book that was reading along with me and mentioned that I don't read anything? Like, like, like dude, the book? You don't even read the book. Or was that scuba heart? There's a couple, there's a several people that bought the book. But yeah, it's funny too, because Sarah can see it. Every time she they buy a book, she can see it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But they, uh, yeah, it's I don't really read what's in the book especially now that i've been trying the new thing of the uh of trying to be better at who's who's saying what when there's a group because i'm i'm putting the i'm putting the adjectives is that right yeah i put the adjectives in front instead she would put them behind like and i was i would throw in dad said when she would just skip to the next line there's a lot. There's a lot of different shit. And even she said, dude, you're not supposed to be reading books. You're supposed to read scripts. Yeah, well, fix it. Fix Oh yeah, it's gonna look weird because they're especially if they're just listening to it on their car. Isn't that so cool that people are doing that? I'm getting reports just I listen to it on my way home from work, I listen to it on my way to work, and that's like, yeah. That's badass. No way, did I make it? No way. How was that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. We need to get the, uh, maybe let me turn your bass all the way up and go in low. Yeah, that's been done. Mm -hmm. But can you imagine with today's technology? What we were doing back in those days with 6,000 watts and over bridge down to 8 ohms and with 24-inch woofers and fucking giant boxes we're doing with 10-inch woofers and 100 watts now. But, oops. Yeah, so the uh, the the Range Rover, it had a, a Meridian sound system in it. I've never heard of it before. Jesus Christ, that thing! I mean, it doesn't matter what you wanted to listen to. You turn it up all the way. It was piercingly loud, but crystal clear. And I swear. On the live version of Rush YYZ 
on that stereo system cranked up on that drum solo. You can hear that guy fart three times. I'm telling you, it's a it's a crystal ball, crystal clear fan or just burp, there's a little there's a little, little coffee fart, right? Right at the side. It's amazing. That's shit they do in those cars. Oh, rocket ships too. That's that, that picture on the internet there was somebody snapped in traffic the other day. It's it's a Range Rover and it's got a little sticker on the window that says nice Jeep peasant. But yeah, there you go. I love driving that thing. It was fun to drive. Yeah, it's so weird too. We, uh, as you know, you can't help but reflect it because we're I'm coming up on a year in the house. As hard as that is to believe, May March. I think I closed on this thing on March 14th or something like that. So. Coming up on a year. So that means if I can keep the lights on, the water on, the electricity, and everything else on for one more month, I'll have done it. I've made one year living on my own. Shit, no, it feels, well, so it, it feels like I've been here forever, and it feels like I just got here. I, 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 it feels like I know the place like the back of my hand and I have no idea where I'm going at all times. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I feel completely comfortable and, and fucking all alone at the same time. And that's two things. That that's, it's like a sneeze and a orgasm at the same time. You know, I just, and I don't, I'm scared to say this out loud, but I'm going to say it. I feel safe. I feel, and, and I know that that universe, I'm knocking on wood, I'll stand on one foot, I'll, whatever. But I just, I feel like I'm dead. Literally nobody can take this. No, 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 not at all. What's that? The safe? Well, so I didn't, so that's the thing, right? If we go back to three years ago, I didn't know I wasn't safe. I thought I was safe three years ago. I thought I was a well-adjusted adult, you know, just having some issues with communication of young people. I didn't know I had issues. I mean, so it's all kind of new. I, so now I've, I've had to, I guess in that three year period of time, I've had to redefine safe sometimes on an hourly basis. Right. And, and that's, you have to do that sometimes. Cause if you, if you have your high standard of safety, whew, you're not going to be safe all the time. Right, some of those hard times in the camper back in those days. Jesus Christ, and no water would flow through anything. I couldn't get any water out of the sink. I couldn't get any water to flush. I couldn't get any water to go in the shower. It's like, fuck. And it's, it's going to be warm, and don't worry about it, folks. You'll be fine in four days. Like, fuck me. 
That's six miles of bad road to you. No, no exaggeration either. Fucking six miles of bad road to go down to get out of there to get any services. Yeah, I, out of hot, no hot water for two months almost before I got the hot water, the new hot water heater put in. I was taking showers at my neighbor's house in the truck stop. Yeah. So, for those that can't hear, she said, "The uh, how does it feel? Or it must be pretty nice having known that I provided that myself." So that's provided the safety and, and all those things I mentioned myself, and that's that's a that's a hard thing to to. It's a hard place to get to um, the realization that because. <clears throat> I want to, I want to say, oh, my ex did this. I just got this, you know, if I hadn't been married to her, I wouldn't have had this and all this kind of stuff. But the fact of the matter is I was married to her and I do have this because of the life that I have lived. It's not, I mean, she, she, she contributed as much as I did. It's, it was a 50, 50 contribution. Right? We, we worked on it together. It's not like, uh, whatever, whatever we got, we left with, we, we, we built it together. So I don't, yeah, I feel great about this place. I'm, I'm tired of the kitchen. I made, I was standing there tonight washing dishes, looking at the walls for the, almost for the first time, I think. And I'm tired. I'm tired of looking like that. It's time to putty those fuckers. I'll go, I'm going to get some putty tomorrow. I'll just putty them and I'll get something up there. Even if it's wrong, I'll get it up there. I'm just going to have to, and because everything else is good. What else, what else is left? And when I get this house done, oh shit. Find somebody to take a trip. I'll start traveling again. It'll be my year here. My official year here to live here, though, is July. Keeping the lights on is in March, but I didn't really live here until July. Full time, anyway. I was bouncing back and forth. Oh, shit. Well, clearly I didn't do anything to the kitchen because I wasn't ready to do anything to the kitchen. The What I've told myself, and I don't know if it's true or not, but where I've been in the past is, is that I didn't want to do anything to the kitchen because what I want to do to the kitchen is not going to be attractive to anybody else ever. So the reason I haven't moved for any further forward with anything in the house is I still have high hopes that somebody is going to want to, to live this life with me. And if they do, I don't want to have to redo the fucking house. <laughs> Because I, I, and it's it's not because I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't trust myself to do to decorate. Because if I do this, I'm gonna go ahead and do the 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 diamond plated print or something silly. I know it because I like it. But I also like the other stuff. But I'm not good at picking the other stuff. So if I can do something temporary for a while, I'll do that. 
it looks halfway decent, and then if somebody does one of the dislike, I'll give myself a time frame. If nobody shows up to live this life with me, then fuck it. I'll put Playboy, Playboy uh, book covers on the wall. I mean, no, it's not even that. It's not that at all. It's, it's, I'm living, I'm trying to live my life as a purposeful life that's set up to be in a purposeful relationship. And that means I cook for two. I, I, I have, I have habits. I have, my habits are designed for somebody to just step up and sit beside me and go, what's up? Not much. That's, that's what, that's my life that I'm building. Because I think that's important. When somebody looks from the outside, you go, yeah, I can live that. I can live that life. Oh, wow, that's attractive life. I think that's very important. And that's what I, that's, that's how I want people to see me. Because everybody sees me. I get dressed every day because I have an audience. Not here, not because I don't give a shit what TikTok sees, but I got the neighbors. Not here. The grocery store. I got the town. The town visits my house every day. They see everything. I'm working on my trucks. They see it. Oh, I haven't been. I saw you're working on your batteries again. You're all right down there. Yeah, I'm good. Just doing some maintenance. They see everything. So, yeah. They keep me, uh, they keep me dressed. Keep me showered. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not at all. It feels like home. Yeah. I can be by myself in public right here. I can see everything that's going on on my front porch and hear most of it. Because, you know, they talk like that and it all echoes. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And who's late for church, too? Because the Baptist church is right right there at Baptist church. Mm -hmm. To this day, to this day, not one single communication from any church in town or the community or anywhere to come see them. Yeah. I own I own two houses in this community, and nobody has ever said, "Hey, you should come to our church. Come say hi to the Baptist church." No, nobody said fuck all. They're like, I, I, it's like we get we're happy with our relationship just the way it is. Isn't that weird for their business? I mean, I don't believe. It. What's that? Yeah, something. And one of the churches here is a Jehovah Witness. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. That dog is brutal. 
you know, with her head hanging off the couch like he's half dead. He's so skinny. Well, not, it's not skinny. He's so muscular. He just, he has no fat on him. He, he, he looks like an unshelled pea. Just muscle, 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 muscle. Oh, poop. Oh, I know. Damn it, damn it, damn it. It'd be interesting to see if they, if you guys can be heard. And if you can be picked up with the microphone from the speaker, maybe. 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 So I need to, and I need, so the next thing I need to do is get some, they don't make liquid paper anymore, but something like liquid paper and find, because the microphone has zero and 180. I need to find, I need to mark where everything is, so I know where to talk. What's that? Somebody today said, what did you do to yourself? You look 10 years younger. <laughs> I knocked all the gray hair off my face. Yeah. Neighbor, how long has it been since you had a nice bowl of wolf bread and chili? What? Well... Brand? That's too long. Yeah, so I've been, I've been recording. This is the problem. To record things, you you must edit them because I'm trying to record a uh, a uh, something to send to agents, commercials, little vignettes, little things, right? stuff from movies. I, I know what you're thinking, punk. Uh, fire. Five shots or six. Do you feel lucky? Do you punk? Do you? Stuff, you know, anything, just stuff like that. But the problem is when I do stuff, and there's a lot of commercials that I do, and chili, that wolf brand chili is one that everybody knows it's our age. And I try to do something that are younger too for younger people. But anyway. The problem is you have to go in and edit that stuff so you can put them together. Once I go in and hear myself say it, I delete it. I can't listen to that shit. That fucking sounds like a, I'm, I mean, I hate, I hate to, there needs to be a different class, something that's a little bit less intelligent than your average retarded person, like less intelligent, because I sound like that version of, of Sylvester Stallone saying, neighbor, when's the last time you had a bowl of wolf? You know what? It sounds god awfully bad. When I listen to it, like, fuck that. Ooh, no. Oh. 
Well, I don't think I have a pattern. I think sometimes I do a little both. Yeah, no, I usually don't. No, I usually don't. By the time I get them done, I usually go back and, and do something else, get something to drink, walk around, ticker tucker or something, and then uh, go back and do it later. Yeah, because I usually have, I have a different time of the day set up for editing and versus recording. So, yeah. Yeah, I try not to do both at the same time. Well, so so here's so here's my routine. So I'm trying to do the uh, I'm trying to make myself sit here and, and and record something talking into this thing for thirty minutes a day. Now that doesn't mean it's something I can use, and sometimes it's just going you suck you little bastard. But it's something, right? I sit I sit here at this desk and I record it every one of them thirty minutes a day. That's my minimum. And then I go in and I edit for an hour a day, minimum. And, and that's usually in the afternoon. I usually try to talk in the mornings, but I'm not, I don't limit myself to talk. It's a mandatory 30 minutes at a time, one time, and then I can do as much as I want after that. It's like masturbation. You have to get that one out of the way. And then after that, you're just free to do whatever you want. Right? It's like, okay, here, I know it's six, but what the hell? Who cares? Nobody's watching, except for God. Oh, that's the thing, right? If you believe in being judged like that, can you imagine when Jesus is sitting there going, oh, yeah, remember that February 13th? Nine? Nine? Really? I mean, we've seen that before, but they were usually just trying to get out of the military or some shit, right? Nine? God damn. Okay, moving on. Yeah, yeah. What was that? Uh, have you you guys ever seen the movie "Defending Your Life" with Mel Brooks? Oh yeah, Albert. Sorry, Mel Brooks. Albert Brooks was a difference. Yeah, four hundred years. Yeah, God. And was it Meryl Streep? Yeah. What have you seen it, Christy? Yeah, you gotta see it. It's a. It, this should be easy to pull over from somewhere. Man, I hope it's like that. Wouldn't it be great if Judgment Day... So what they're doing is they they go to this place. It's like Disney. They, they wear these beautiful robes and they float around in these beautiful Disney-like carts and they have the best food and, and they're there to defend their life. And they go into this movie theater and they sit with God and they watch. They're like, all right, you think you've been a good guy? Yeah, all right. What about May 7th? <laughs> And they're like, oh, oh, okay, well, <laughs> yeah. So that's, and that's, uh, wouldn't that be cool if that's what it was like? Yeah. Yeah, so if you're in Motel 6, you're a fucking dickhead. You know where I'd be. YouTube. You can do YouTube. 
YouTube for free. YouTube is free. Nobody listens to me. You know, it might be my commercials, but it's me too. Especially if it's free. Yeah. All right. I just turned y'all up. You feel turned up? Say something. Come on, talk. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Oh, that's turned up a lot. Let's uh, let's turn down for what? She didn't get it, did she, Christy? Turn down for what? <laughs> yeah, you were going to eleven, but but see that that's the third time you tried to use eleven tonight. Didn't work the last two times, did it? No, you got a bad. No, 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 man. Third, oh, pushing it more than twice. Get the hint. It's just not. It's just not the spawn type kind of night, you know. Oh, all right. It's like I just go to eleven. Most of them only go to ten. Oh, they go to eleven. Yeah, I don't know. Spinal tap. I'd really have Mel Brooks. Give me history of the world part one. Give me uh, blazing saddles. Uh, young Frankenstein. Nice knockers. Oh, that man. I, that that line in that movie that changed my life as a as as a as a living room comic. I mean, we all I got the innuendos already, right? But but. The roll, you want to roll in the hay? Roll the roll, roll in the hay, right? And then you, yeah. Uh, but that's nice knockers. I mean, that just, I'm like, yeah, okay, we can do that. That's all right. I mean, we all knew it was doable, but we would do it in front of our friends in a playground. But that gave me the freedom to go. And that's like, what, six years old, seven years old when that movie came out? That gave me the freedom to go. Fuck yeah, in the living room. Nice knockers. Nice knockers. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's another term. Somebody long, long time ago. I think it was Tracy Morgan. Or No, 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 no. It was a scary, that scary lady that was on uh, Saturday Night Live for the longest time. What was her name? She looked like Tracy Morgan. What was it? No, no, just recently. She's a black lady, really tall, really mean. Yes, yes, yes. She so I her her interview with Howard Stern and her for a long time, a long time ago, and she was talking about how her dad was her inspiration because her dad was a living room comic. I never thought about that, right? But did you? Did I mean? I guess I had I had living room comics in my life. My uncle Ted was a my my all my uncles were living room comics. And when they would get together, it was the it was the best best time ever because they would try to out comic each other. Right? It was so badass. Every night. I mean, as a kid sitting there, my Uncle Ted would be playing banjo, and it was like watching Hee Haw, because 
he he was the only one that'd play anything. I mean, somebody might be banging on the drum or some shit, but Uncle Ted was playing shit, right? He could play anything, any instrument you put in front of me to play. It was amazing to watch. Man, he'd just sit there playing a banjo and be like, do, 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 do. oh yeah, well, you're so fat, you just. <laughs> He, he was like, it was like, it was like a show. It was, I mean, because I don't know. It was, but that was the Johnsons, right? That was, uh, that was my summer family. I didn't fit in. Yeah. Yeah. The Johnsons Durks. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. It didn't work there. I mean, it was, uh, you you just did what you did there. You lived there. To live there, you worked there. But they started going to Alaska every summer to fish. That's sort of, so I sort of, yeah, I had to feed the, uh, it was, they only, and they only had, it was only probably six or 700 pigs by then. But when I was a kid, when I was a little kid, and I would be, I'd go feed with them, they had like 2,000 pigs back in the day. Uh, just all day long. Because, I mean, we all, they did it with five-gallon buckets back at, they still do or still did when, until they passed away. But they did it with five-gallon buckets, all of them. They'd back the truck up and fill it, fill a big, giant bucket up full of food and, and scoop it up and carry it over for that many pigs. It would take all day. Because by the time you got finished with one, it was time to start the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put the transmissions in them and head on up. That. Yeah, they had to because they were they had hauled a thirty foot, like a thirty foot camper, a fifteen foot boat, and uh, yeah, had three had two transmissions in the truck and three trailers and a boat on top. Yeah, it was the craziest looking thing. Look right here, come the clampets. But the the hell of it is, is they did it for so many years. They started making friends along the way. And it's such a romantic story uh, to hear because they, they started this with, with my granddad, with their dad, back in the 50s. They would all go, they would, they would all go up to Alaska. And that was, it was barely in the state then. They would go and, and my Uncle Ted, was, he'd, he'd tell the story that, you know, it was my dad was with them at the time. And he would tell the story, they'd go and it was my, it was Uncle Ted and my dad's job the oldest and the youngest to go out and, or the, the oldest and my dad to go out and get a, a, a female moose, an illegal baby moose. So they'd have camp food because your dad would complain the whole time. So we should be getting a license and we shouldn't be, we should bring our own food. No, no, no. He'll just shut up and do what he's told. <laughs> yeah. So they were doing that forever. So they, they started doing that again when they, when they could, when their life allowed them to. And they planned on doing it for years. And then my, my other aunt and uncle went with them. And then they bought places up there eventually. They live up there for half the year and then live down here for half the year. Escaped the 110 degree weather. Such a great story. No, they bought houses up there. Yeah. So the funny, so they ended up, so they ended up, I mean, my, um, they, they, uh, well, they were country bougie, and they ended up with Class A's, so they would just pull a boat behind the Class A, 
eventually, which was a lot. But even even they never sold anything. That family was the funniest damn thing. You would go to their house, and they would have they had every boat they ever owned was still in their pasture somewhere, somehow. Every, every so when they when they decided to buy a house in Alaska, they they kept the class A. And they bought a place on the river to keep it so they would have a place to get out of the weather when they were fishing. Yeah. These are, and they, you know, these are just the best people on the planet. But they would meet. The romantic part of the story is they would they would plan their trip around their friends that they would meet along the way. They would they would stop at a campground and meet a couple. And they would they would stay at this campground for a week. Not because they had planned, because they liked this couple and they would say, Okay, well, Let's have another dinner with them, or they invited us to lunch tomorrow, or let's 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 I mean, let's play cards with Peg and Tom tomorrow, or whatever it was. And then the next year, they're like, hey, Peg and Tom, where are y'all going to be this time of year? Well, let's meet up here. They'd stay there. I mean, isn't that the best? Yeah. What? I love it. I think it's. The, the uh, I don't know, the traveling gypsy. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was in uh, Abuja, Africa, in the Hilton. And the Hilton in Abuja is a beautiful hotel. It's very, it's the, it's. It's a it's an oasis, and uh, it's such a nice hotel. They have two different two, two different bars and two different restaurants. They have men only bars and men only one men only bar and one men's only restaurant. That's so you don't get accosted by hookers. Because if you don't, if you go into a hey stop, if you go into the regular bar, there'll be. 45 hookers for every one man. I shit you not. It'll be crazy, crazy, crazy. That's bad. So I go in, I'm in Abuja, Africa. This this, speaking of a small world, I go into Abuja, Africa. I sit down, I order a drink. I order a bourbon and diet. I was a kid. I was, a, I was young. I order a bourbon and diet. And I hear, only faggots from Texas drink bourbon and diet. Who's this? Who'd I piss off? And I look up, and it's a damn CB. It's a guy from the Navy that I'd done some work with. He, he and I had, well, we had some pretty crazy times in uh, in Sanaa, Yemen, of all places. We had actually a really crazy, crazy time in Sanaa, Yemen. I can talk about that another time, but wow. And so what are the odds? Five, seven, eight years later? Probably eight years later. Just sitting in a bar in Abuja, Africa. Last time I saw him was in Yemen. Small world, man. Small, small, small world. And we weren't there for the same job either. No, a different job. That's the weird part. And that was my chair. That was not a toot. That was. Own that. Hey, I would. I own my toots. You know that. And I have. 
I've identified my my headache issue. It's the light for these damn computer screens. Cause I've been off. I've been I've been off my phone lately. Yeah. No headache. No headache at all. But sitting here with that thing blaring in my face, that's killing my eyeball. So I'm gonna have to kill. So I'm gonna kill the. Uh, the uh, oh shit we're way past an hour anyway so for the podcast everybody thank you very much i hope uh i hope to have this up for you in the morning if you're on my patreon it'll be up there first it always is you can download that too or listen to it live on your way in well, yeah. hopefully 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 it'll be up for your morning drive um it might be a little bit weird if you can't hear the audio of christy or at least in the background it will be kind of I'll see about fixing this. Remember, this is uh, this is learning. You're uh, you guys want raw, you want live, you want real. This is live, raw, real learning as we go. So I appreciate the comments and the recommendations. They uh, except for the ones that are asking me to have sex with myself because well, if I could do that, if I could do that, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. <laughs> I'd be much happier in life. Uh, and oh, to the one sparkling, shining young lady that recommended that she was going to tell all her friends that this to listen to this because this is what they need to know what not to listen to. Thank you. That is just telling your friends about me is the best thing I've ever heard, ma'am. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I, I really do. So please tell all your friends that this is what not to listen to. I love it. So y'all have a great night, everybody. A great morning, great drive time. And uh, hopefully, I don't know, hopefully I'll get out of my funk. Hopefully, hopefully this will be better tomorrow. So uh, I don't know what my tagline is going to be yet. So no, fuck it. We'll see you later. There we go.